BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Hello, everyone. Oh, it's been an interesting couple weeks. Some hard life moments. I wish that I could get into them more on here. I will soon. I hate to be cryptic. I don't want to be that person, but I'm just not fully ready to dive into some of the more intimate things that we've been dealing with, but I will definitely chat about it and let you all in when we feel ready to and when we have some actual updates to share. But I have been doing well. I would say a little bit anxious and overwhelmed given what's going on. Again, hate to be cryptic, but trying to balance all of that with everything else that's on my plate, which I'm sure so many of you can relate to, you know, waves crash, things happen, shit happens, and life also carries on at the same time in a beautiful way. And it's interesting once you have a kid and the responsibility shifts, how much you have to show up and how much you are able to kind of push things to the side. But It's moments like this when I sit down in front of the mic or I'm going to write a caption or I'm doing some reflection where I'm like, oh, whoa, you've really been surviving and existing for the past couple of weeks and it's time for a little bit of a breather. So I'm really excited this weekend. I'm actually going to Austin for the Dear Media IRL panel. I'm speaking on two different panels. I'm really, really stoked. My younger sister Jade's coming with me and Paige will obviously be there as she is the president of talent at Dear Media. Go Paige. So we're going to have a really nice, fun little weekend. Just excited to be staying in a hotel room with my sisters, be getting dressed up. Even though it's a good amount of work, I feel like work trips are actually refreshing and they give me a boost of energy these days as opposed to before when I didn't have Sunny, I feel like the work trips like drained me, but I have a different perspective on them because it's time that I'm allowed to be in my own thoughts, doing what my like natural urges are telling me to do, sleeping in, eating what I want, like thinking about myself first, which 
is not necessarily something that I get to do all the time. So I'm excited for that. We're also wrapping up our renovations, which is so, so, so exciting. For those of you who don't understand what I'm doing, you should watch Renovation Station on YouTube. It's our renovation series cataloging what we've done to this house we bought five minutes away. Our original idea was to buy this to make into our offices because during COVID, as we all know, the work from home situation was dire. So our business manager told us it was a good opportunity to buy something, invest into it, rent it to our business. And then eventually we'd be able to rent it out, whether that's as a home or as an office. But we are going to be able to use it as an office. And I am just thrilled. I'm building a little podcast recording area in my office where I can actually like sit down, have guests, have a cozy vibe, record video, just like be a real business owner with a real office working as a team together, streamlined. So that will feel really, really nice. And other than that, I guess my goals for this week are just to stay on top of my health, stay on top of my nutrition. I'm trying to work out this week. Yesterday, I did an F45 class with my best friend, Andrea. Andrea and I motivate each other to work out and we do it together. So that's helpful. And then today, I'm going to go try to do tennis. But other than that, I just want to stay on top of my shit, stay on top of my to-do list, make sure that everything at the office is happening, running smoothly, that things are getting done and that our contractor has what he needs. Our deck actually this week is getting worked on finally. Remember when our tree fell in our backyard when those crazy rains were hitting Los Angeles? Well, we're finally able to fix that so that little kids can come over and I don't have to be scared that they're going to just like drop off the infinity ledge that was once our beautiful deck. I hope you guys are all having a good week. I know it's probably only just begun. Hopefully you're listening to this on a Tuesday when it first comes out, but I have a good episode for you today. Today I have a really, really awesome lady who I look up to. Have you heard of Helen's Wines? Helen's Wines is a staple in Los Angeles, and I've definitely talked about her and her amazing shop and her business on my Instagram, and I've utilized them for a lot of gift giving too. They have amazing online wine boxes filled with lots of different party gems. But anyways, the founder, Helen Johansson, Zoomed with me, and she is a partner at John and Vinny's, which is a delicious must-try Italian restaurant in Los Angeles. If you don't live here, you must go when you come here. She's the owner of Helen's, which is a gem box retail wine shop nestled in the back. And Helen is the beverage director for not only John and Vinny's, but for all associated restaurants in the group. So Animal and Son of a Gun. She also hosts wine classes and has a curated wine club and was recently titled Best New Sommelier by Food and Wine in 2016. During COVID, I was also a member of her wine club where you can sign up for various price ranges and she'll send you her selections for the month. And the great thing about her wines is that they're all organic. That for me is really important because I've learned that the organic wines have way less of an impact on my body. So we talked all about wine, about building a business from the ground up, about her podcast, and a little sneak peek into a new business I'm launching. So I hope you love this episode. I hope you enjoyed the little life update. 
And I will speak with you guys next week. All right. Don't forget, rate, review, subscribe, all the things. Okay. Here is Helen. When did you first meet Timmy? Because you guys go way back. We go way back to like, <laughs> I think I was in 10th grade. So like 15 Stop. or 16. So young. Oh my so God. Young. I, uh, I met Timmy because I like for one week dated Matt Lolly. And Stop it. Yes, because he was on like a hiatus, which I didn't know at the time from his girlfriend. I love Matt Lally. And Timmy and Matt came over and like we all did mushrooms and it was really fun. Oh my God, so fun. <laughs> so let's get into your story because I'm so interested to hear like how you got into wine and how you like actually made a business out of it. So Tell me like your trajectory to becoming a sommelier and like your interest in it. And what got you going? I mean, I found wine through food. Like I was always into food and I was always into restaurants and I was like obsessed. And I went to Eugene Lang for the writing program. So I was like, I'm going to be mm -hmm. a creative writer and it's going to be so dope. And then I just like didn't jive with the people or the program or so I, I quit. And my mom was like, you just have to finish school and then you can mm -hmm. do whatever you want. Because of mm -hmm. course, like not of course, but she was like slightly horrified that I was like, I'm going to work in restaurants. And she right. was like, what are you talking about? You're right. insane. And then I was like, I got a maitre d' job. And she was like, oh, my God. But now she's very happy. I think I just always like I knew I was going to be in L.A. I saw it as this land of opportunity for like food and development and ideas, whereas New York felt very like set and kind mm -hmm. of the barriers to enter were very intense feeling for me, mm -hmm. especially growing mm -hmm. up there. But I that's think so that, interesting because yeah. it's like for me, I feel the opposite. But I think that's because of where we grew up. Like mm -hmm. here, it feels more intimidating, maybe because like I grew up here and I know more people and I don't really want to like network and be around the people I grew up with and what it feels sort of stale. Whereas like in New York, I go and everything's new and like the world is my oyster. So I feel like it's the opposite for us. I think but I think it's true. Like when you're yeah. out of your element and you feel like there's no tropes, right? There's no like old you, other you, no running into like ghosts. So you're just like, I'm going to put it all out there. And yeah, my best friend, one of my best friends, Amanda Bacon, and I moved. Well, Amanda Rogrove, she got married. We both moved here and we we're like, we're going to take over the world and like open general <laughs> stores. And she worked for Suzanne Goen and I worked at Kraft. And we didn't end up doing that. We both ended up, she started Moon Juice and like I'd I'm doing my thing. So we're both doing fine. But yeah, I mean, it was one of those things where I was in restaurants and I was like, I love the vibe. I love the energy. I love curating this experience. And as I elevated into more fine dining, I got to taste more wine. And I was like, this is so dope. And why don't people know about wine? And why do mm -hmm. people drink so much bad wine? And like, mm -hmm. I think it just sort of evolved from there. But Helen's, you know, came from so much hard work like mm -hmm. it didn't happen overnight and even when it happened like no one knew what it was it kind of fell flat because John and Vinny's was such a star mm -hmm. which is cool because I own that too like I love John and Vinny's I'm like totally amazing and now a word from our sponsors okay so 
A lot of you can agree that golf can be a sport that brings friends and family together, though it can feel like a daunting sport to try to pick up. There is a way to achieve that time together with a golf ball and a club without the stress of learning golf. So I've talked about Top Golf on here many times, but I want to ensure that you actually go. It's so fun. Top Golf is an enormous entertainment venue with a driving range and a lounge with beverages and games. But if you don't consider you're a golfer, totally fine. The best part is that it doesn't matter if you've never played golf. Everyone can play top golf, even if you don't know how to swing a club. We went with Sonny recently, and he, you know, doesn't really have the most golf experience. And he had the best night. He wasn't intimidated. He loved the vibe. Not sure when to go. They hook players up with half price Tuesday, so you can play the game at half the price, meaning you could play twice as long for the cost of another night. Exclusions apply. Full details can be found at topgolf.com Tuesday. Topgolf has clubs, balls, tees, and turf, but beyond golf, you'll find loud music, giant TVs, and a handcrafted food and beverage menu. I'm sure it will be a highlight of your weekend. It's golf. It's not golf. It's top golf. And pro tip, download the app and book ahead of time to come play around on Half Price Tuesday or any other day. It's golf. It's not golf. It's top golf. So currently one in 13 babies develops food allergies each year. However, babies don't have to get food allergies. Evidence-based research, USDA guidelines, pediatricians, and allergists all agree feeding small amounts of common food allergens like peanuts, eggs, and milk daily for six months or more starting at four months is important for all babies to give them the best chance at a future of food freedom. But as anyone who's ever been in charge of feeding a baby knows, it can be so scary to introduce allergens. Ready, Set, Food was developed by an allergist and a mom of two to make it easy, safe, and convenient to regularly feed babies low doses of the common food allergens like peanuts, egg, and milk starting right from the bottle. Ready, Set, Food has products that evolve with your child's feeding journey from bottle to solids. Try the daily mix-ins that you simply stir into a bottle or food and take the guesswork out of early allergen introduction. Their tasty, healthy, organic baby oatmeal and toddler organic oat and fruit snack bars that have the allergens already inside make it so easy to maintain allergen exposure for busy families and picky eaters. I highly, highly recommend that you put your mind at ease and try Ready, Set, Food. Visit readysetfood.com slash withwit to learn more and get exclusive discounts on these amazing early allergen introduction products. And now back to the chat. Tell people what Helen's is like before. So you worked in the restaurant business and you realized like wine was just so interesting and cool and people weren't touching it in a certain way and like learning about it in a certain way. And so then like, what was the first step to starting Helen's? I think the first step was like I had to create partnership for myself instead of being an employee. So like I used to work for John and Vinny and then like step one was like I want to do something creative and I want to be a partner. And they were like, we want to be your partners. And that's so John and Vinny's and Helen's is like one business we're all partners mm -hmm. in. But what we saw was an opportunity, especially in Los Angeles, where 
you know, we inherited this liquor license for the Fairfax location where we could have offsite sales. So we could sell wine retail, we could sell it dine-in, we could deliver it, we could literally do whatever we wanted. Mm -hmm. And we were like, there's so much just traditional wine shops in LA. And it's, you know, there's some models that really work, but why don't we flip it on its head and make it our own and do a business in a business and two brands and like see how it goes. And I think Helen's was really this like creative outlet. You know, it's a wine shop. It, we mm-hmm. do classes. It's a wine club, but it's also your dine-in wine experience. It's like a wine community and marketplace. Exactly. And it's, yes. it's digital or it's in real life. It can be whatever you want. But, you know, when we first opened in 2015, people were coming in and like most people didn't get it. Like Hillary Kerr got it. She was my very first customer. But like, of course she did. That is so interesting because that's a good note for the listener. Like, don't get discouraged no. by people not getting it. Because like I'm dealing with the same thing right now, which is something I want to talk to you. This idea that yeah. I have that like yes. needs explanation. But I'm like, once you can get it, you will get it. Like, don't just say no to it right off the bat. But also that's why Hillary Kerr and Catherine Power are so successful because they see things that other people don't. Yeah. And they're persistent. They don't. Yes. They, if they believe it, they're like, I'm going to see this through. Right. And they stay in their own lane and they're not checked into what anybody else is doing. At least it feels like that from the outside. I mean, 100 percent. Like I didn't follow any other retail wine account. I didn't really follow any other wine account for a very long time because I was like, I don't want any outside ideas. I'm just going to carve this path. And it took about two years for it to really click to that Mm -hmm. be that thing where people saw the sticker and they're like, Helen's Wines. I love Helen's Mm -hmm. Wines. Like, Mm -hmm. People thought it was their grandma. People thought John and Vinny's grandma. People thought like, I'm not allowed in that room. But a lot of it was like me doing a lot of free labor stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then me marketing. It was a lot of me doing You just like hustling. Yeah. I mean, that's that's another thing that people need to know that that's what what you need to do at the beginning. Like you need to just like leave your, check your ego at the door and just do whatever you can for people to figure it out. Yeah. Wait, so what are you working on? So you're going to be really into this, but this is why I'm very interested in what you do because it's also like a marketplace idea, but it's a traveling truck. Mm. Essentially, it has the bones of like a traveling food truck, but we sell coffee, juice, baked goods, flowers, and cannabis. Yes. Oh my God. So <laughs> everything you need for a Sunday. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, it's like a whole, it's called joint, J-O-Y.nt, And it's like, it's yeah, we wrapped the truck, beautiful branding. I mean, just like what you do, I think was very important how you started with like Helen's in your branding with the pink sticker. It's like very, you know, I think that was a huge part of the exposure. It was like people, like you said, seeing that name and being like, what is that? But like, yeah, the truck will be all beautiful and curated and then we'll be able to sell weed on the truck and it's supposed to be geared towards like women like you and me who Mm -hmm. are into wine and love wine and want to relax at the end of the day but are also down to like dabble in some THC or learn about it learn how it can be good for them so that's that's the goal but people are like what like how are we gonna make money (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah I mean I think it's all like where there's a will there's a way yeah you know and it's also about like having it be usable like the concept is supreme right like that's awesome like I would totally roll up to that truck right that it can be accessed that's the thing it's like what are the time I mean to me that's honestly the key to success is Mm -hmm. like the virtual idea of it is only going to be enhanced by the 
actual practice of it. The actual experience. And of then it. the word yeah. of mouth is like kind of the most powerful marketing. I still believe that. Like the experience that people have. Right. I love that. I, I dabble in a little THC. Like I think that wine is amazing, but I I'm not an over consumer of alcohol like same it yeah. has to be in moderation for me another thing so interesting about you is that you started with it all being like and correct me if I'm wrong but more organic mm -hmm. like sustainable no sulfites like kind of this more natural path for the wines and I think that is also was something so different and what set you apart from all these other wine shops too because nobody was really talking about wine being organic or not you know we were just drinking whatever wine there was yeah, so like just it wasn't people are like, it's a fruit. So why would it be bad? You know, I think that's like at the core of it. But it's also you're going after a, a targeted demo. Like I was like women. I was like, I love men, too. Men are majority of the educated wine drinkers. And I was like, women don't know enough. Mm -hmm. I think it's the same for like cannabis. Weed. Like, that's why we're doing like, it. I go yeah. into like a weed shop and I automatically usually feel like not comfortable. I don't believe the salespeople. I know too. you think they're just like pitching you what the yes. sales are for the yes. week. And you're like, wait, but I, I don't know if I can handle like I don't like, like how does high. it make me feel? Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So so that is the whole thing. It's like we want to create this really comfortable space for women to come and talk to people who are experts in it and will actually educate them like, oh, my God, I have a really bad period. Like, is there a gummy I can take to like ease, you know, that or it just actually have an educational experience like what you're doing mm. versus just a dispensary that just wants to like sell product. Yeah, I think it's smart. I like it. I really Thank do. You. Thank you. Get it on the road. <laughs> I've got it. Well, I, I need like just a minimal amount of money to get it started. Yeah. And I'm trying to look for like sponsors and partners right now, like whether it's like a coffee brand or yep. a, something like that to just help get like pay for the truck and get it moving. Maybe you want to go for like a coffee brand that's more established that people have like a, a tooth for like a little like hangry feeling for like La Colombe, right? Like we actually recently moved to La Colombe and all the restaurants because the, sh the the coffee is incredibly consistent. I only drink one coffee a day, if that, but like okay. I want it to be tasty and I want it to be awesome. But I would start with like a brand that like has that kind of pull. This is so helpful. And I, I want to pick your brain because I know <laughs> you would be so helpful. But talk to me about the natural wines, because for me, yeah. like now I, I, I feel like I can't drink wine unless it's natural. Maybe that's a mental thing. But I get really I just get really bad headaches from wine. Like it just does it to me. And so I started drinking your wine and it helped so much. But like, why is that? And what more can I do to not get headaches from wine? Yeah, I think that, you know, for a certain amount of wine in the world and it's usually like just the mass produced wine and I'm not mm -hmm. saying every wine in your grocery store is like this or like throw all your wine away but it's hard like it's like the beauty industry wine isn't regulated so there's no nutritional like information on right. the back of a wine bottle right. and when you're making things at like a certain scale a lot of times what happens is that it's a product manipulation that is then giving your body like an end result that feels shitty 
So it's that like feeling so hungover, such a bad headache after one glass is usually- That's what I feel. Yeah, like too much sugar added, which it doesn't taste sweet. It doesn't have to taste sweet. It's like the sugar being added is making up for like a deficit in how the grapes were grown or at some point in the winemaking process. The cornerstone to natural wine or organic wine or like especially the wine that we carry at Helen's is that it's small production. We know about the people who are making it. We know how they're farming, what their thought process is, and then not only the farming, but like what happens when they take the wine into the cellar. Because that's where any excess sugar, any chemicals, and any crazy amounts of sulfur could be added to wine because it might not taste that good. So they're trying to like create a flavor profile. I think for you getting like the taste of natural wine, it's actually just like a mind body connect thing where it feels, you know, alcohol, let's just be real, is like not the best thing for anyone. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. you know, but if you're going to drink wine, it should be at a certain quality level. You don't have to spend a lot of money. And Mm -hmm. your palate is probably now more used to this like more authentic flavor. It is. What are the parameters of being a wine at Helen's? So the main parameter is the farming has to be like organic. And then Mm -hmm. from there, we have like levels of sulfur that it can't go above at bottling. So it's like defining natural wine is not a definable thing. There's no like definition in a dictionary of it. Mm -hmm. But like a super natural wine would be nothing's added, nothing's taken away. And like a lot of our wines are that. Then we have some wines that are like, it's so all of that. But when they bottle the wine, they add a little bit of sulfur. And a lot of times that's just for the ageability of the wine. It's like higher end wines. It's so that they can last a little bit longer. And we're talking like 20, 30 years. Right. What um, is sulfur? I don't even know. It's, it's like from the earth. It's like a preservative. But... Yeah. I mean, when used appropriately, it when used in excess, it can like mute and shut down. Like wine's a living thing, right? So it can like control a wine if it has flaws. But okay. used in moderation, it's like if you're shipping wine from Europe, some like very like natural winemakers will add a tiny bit of sulfur when they bottle. But mm-hmm. I'm talking like 10 parts per million, whereas like right, right, right. the wine on most airlines, like they have like over 100 parts per million, like ew, so ew, much sulfur. Ew. Yeah. And I don't know, like you might get a luck of the draw. Like you could have a glass of something and you'll feel fine. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want people to run out there and be like, wine is the devil. And like, it's going <laughs> to attack me, you know, but <laughs> you sound so much like a Timmy's sister, Hillary. It's crazy, that's by the crazy. way. Really? I don't <laughs> yeah. know her, but it's that's a, it must be a new like a New York thing. Like you talk like so many of his girlfriends and <laughs> we're like coming up in the 90s. <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> it's true. You and like Chrissy Miller. <laughs> oh my God. It's probably, it's definitely a New York thing. It's it like, is. it's a pacing. But my advice to people obviously, you can go to helenswines.com. You can buy all your wine for me, but yeah. go find like, there's so much access now to natural wine. So people should find a shop they like where mm-hmm. they feel that the sales, salespeople listen to them. Like, what I don't recommend is going to like Trader Joe's because they use marketing to be like, it's organic. And like those wines are not good. What's annoying about the natural wine movement is that like you have to actually know who the winemakers are Mm -hmm. or find a trusted source. So like either or you could look for the importers because there's like the importers are going to group like minded winemakers together and bring them all in. So that's another way. That makes sense. Yeah, Yeah. I used to at Whole Foods like 
before you, I knew like two vineyards that were natural. It was like grit. I don't even know how to say it. It has two G's. G R I C H Grigich. Oh yeah, yeah, Grigich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Grigich like Hills that. or something. Yes, actually, yes. Frog's Leap is like incredibly well made, and people don't realize that. Like, it's Frog's you know, it's Leap. a little it's- basic, but like, like tasting, but yeah. it's all organic. They do dry farming. It's like they're putting a pretty good quality product. It's just like everywhere. So I think right. it's hard. Do- yeah. 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 So if you, can you tell me some of your favorite bottles of wine for like mid-range? Let's do like a $35 bottle of wine and then let's do like a, I don't know. Like I know nothing about wine. I need to go take a wine. You're doing so great. Yeah. No, you're so good. You're doing so good. It's hard. Like Like, give yourself some credit. Yeah. I like like, okay. So you like 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 Pinot Noir. I like really dry Pinot Noir. Like I prefer red to white, honestly, for some reason that's like a mental thing. I feel like it's better for me. I like light red. Yeah, light red, dry. Yeah. Okay, and now a quick break for ads. Okay, so if you need some go-to beauty essentials, Ilia must be your first stop. You've most likely seen me recommend products like the multi-stick on my Instagram, but Ilia is the OG of clean, thoughtfully formulated products. They contain active levels of skincare, so the makeup actually improves skin over time. They are super hydrating to make your skin look and feel alive and bouncy and glowy, everything that I always want my skin to look like. Their hero product, my sister's and my favorite, is the Super Serum Skin Tint SPF 40. It's a clean skin tint with light, dewy coverage, okay? Dewy, right? The look we're always trying to get. It's the number one bestseller, award-winning, and truly makes your skin look alive. It's SPF 40 and packed with skincare actives like niacinamide, hyaluronic acid, and squalane, all ingredients that you've heard me over and over talk about proof. They're great moisturizing products. You'll find it in 30 shades and it seriously changes your skin over time. One of the best parts is that you can submit a selfie on their website and an actual human will shade match you. They have a 96% success rate. Easy. Okay. Visit iliabeauty.com and use code withwit at checkout for 15% off your first purchase. That's I-L-I-A beauty.com with code withwit for 15% off your first order. Plus, check out my recent With Wit interview with Ilya's founder, Sasha Plavsik. She's so awesome and shares so much more all about her great products. Do you want to start a company but have no idea where to begin? Or do you have dreams of becoming an influencer? Well, the Life with Mariana podcast is here to help. I'm Mariana Hewitt, a Los Angeles-based influencer and co-founder of the Clean Skincare line, Summer Fridays. Each Tuesday, I'm talking to my friends from business owners, wellness experts, and more to share all of their best advice for you to live your best life. Make sure to tune in and subscribe to my podcast and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what's coming up each week so you don't miss an episode. All right, back to with wit. Okay, so what would you, what are some of your favorites in your shop right now? Okay, so yeah, oh my God, there's so many. God, this is a tough one. Well, it's not that tough. I'm like, it's so <laughs> like I'm tough. sure you have some classics yeah. that you always go to. I've been really into Italian wine. Mm-hmm. So there's this one producer in Tuscany, but it's the southern part of Tuscany on the water. 
named Ampelea. And mm. they make like this really great $18 bottle called Un Litro. And then they make like a $40 bottle that's like Ampelea de Ampelea. And mm-hmm. both are probably not on the lighter side. They're more medium, but they're both really dry. And it's blends of like Sangiovese with a grape called Alicante, which is actually just the Italian name for a grape called Grenache. Okay. Getting the grapes down is so tough. But one thing that you could start with is like understanding regionally roughly what grapes are grown where. Like in Italy, they're very traditional. So like Tuscany, the main grape there is Sangiovese. And like if you go north to where Barolo is, the main grape there is Nebbiolo. Okay. But not we're not going to do like full wine school. I mean, I don't know if this is helpful, but no. I and if you go want to like, like a wine one, yeah, we, a little bit, hey, girl, we'll do it, girl. We should do it on my podcast because this would be great because it would help me like dial back a little bit. Okay, and not overcomplicate things. Like yeah, like, let's start one hundred and one windows on the world. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like Pinot Noir. Let's take this Pinot Noir. Yeah. Like the. Probably stylistically, the ones you like the most are French, and they're from an area called Burgundy. Burgundy is just like a little expensive, though, but Mm -hmm. totally worth it. It's just expensive because of the supply and the demand. But there's a few Burgundies that like, well, we most of the time have. There's a winemaker right now. They're very limited, but the winemaker's name is Cassio P. And they're just like you know, $65, but like so beautiful, so pretty, and just like really express that fruit so well. Um, Those are some of my diehards. Then we have like this other Italian winemaker, Cirelli. Like they're just like the tried and true. They're natural wines, but we always have them in stock. And it's like Mm -hmm. Montepulciano grapes and it's dry, but it's light. And it's like kind of everything you want by a fire in your glass. Mm -hmm. But I think essentially what's crazy is that like we change out our inventory so often that I think it's hard to like get to attach any one thing. And that's also because like the wines sell out and then we have to move on. Right. I could imagine people would get like frustrated and be like, I want to get a case or like, yeah. (laughs) But I think that's why like when I started, I don't know if you ever went to like the original Nazawa in the valley where he had like all the trust me signs up. Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. it was like you sat on like plastic stools and it was like sushi and you couldn't order. And it was like no hand rolls. Trust me. I don't know. Something about that was like just so austere. And I was like, there's a version of this that like really works for a business model where you're building brand loyalty based on like, just trust me, trust the sticker. You're going to be okay. Totally. And like if you create that demand too by not having the thing available all the time and like then people will want to try new things, which is something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. So then how do you go about like finding all of these vineyards and winemakers like are you traveling all the time it's wild I mean so right before the pandemic I was in Europe like five times that year but then having Sky my son now Mm -hmm. it's harder to be like I'm gonna go to France for a week without you you know it's just like it's not worth me losing that time with him at this Mm -hmm. point but the way it works is you know I taste wine we taste wine Every week we taste and spit. We don't like drink the wine. We're not like drunk all day because 
And there's like limits. Like I don't taste more than like 20 wines or something. Well, I bet that like stops being fun after a while. It's such a job. People are like, yeah, it's so fabulous. You must just be like drinking wine in your office. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I that would be a nightmare. Also, I would like not be able to drive like totally. It's so insane. But yeah, like so there's we t- we work with like 20 different importers and there's wines that like I know about and I try and find the people who import them. I can't directly import wine at this point, maybe in the future. Um, so I have to rely on like other people who are sourcing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the ones that we go after are like ones that we know. And we're like, mm-hmm. these people are dope. We buy their wine every year. But then there's new wine coming into the market every month like it's so insane and there's more people switching over to organic and biodynamic farming and like natural wine making principles so it's a very exciting time i think the craziest thing that's happening in wine i'll give you like the 411 is yeah please the the like tbd dot 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 of climate change which i think is like everyone right is probably thinking about that not in a wine term but on a global level or most people i hope Mm -hmm. so what's happening especially in america is like there's this rise of something called hybrid grapes which is like a more kind of it's a cross between like the European and American grapevine and it's creating like a more resilient root like a a more climate resilient grape but they're like not Pinot Noir they have like their own names oh so it's going to be like a whole new strain of wine whole new types of wine and it's very early and it's not very popular I wouldn't say it's not popular I would just say like it's more in the experimental phase but yeah because it's like an engineered wine essentially or something a little Franken yeah Yeah. it's like a little Franken wine but yeah. in a for not in like a chemical way, just in a like like crossbreeding way. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And that's happening here in America or just like all over? Mostly in America, a little bit in Europe. But yeah, wine is is crazy. It's always changing. It's always evolving. But it's something that people but it kind of stays the want. same. It's kind of recession proof because like people are always going to want to drink it. I imagine like during COVID, people were going crazy with like the delivery of the wine situations. They did. We were so lucky. We did. okay. like it was, you know, we were like ready to spring into action and give people Uh all the wine. I remember Uh that first week. It was just like we didn't even know what was going to happen. So we were like most people. We just gave them like whatever wine didn't matter the price. They were like 40 bottles. And like like, we just like charged everybody $30 a bottle. But What's insane is like our website nationwide did so well during COVID. And, you know, a lot of those habits, it still does well. Like it's not like the primary aspect of Helen's is more like a local business. Mm -hmm. But the website does function on this nationwide level. And it's interesting because so many people were like, oh, everyone's habits have changed because of the pandemic. They only shop online. And like it's been interesting because people have like shifted back to wanting to buy their wine in person. And I, I get that. Like I do too. I would want, I like to go and buy certain things in person as well. Same with like cannabis. Like I would never order it online. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. No, I I, I feel so relieved because I was nervous too. I was like, Oh my God, is no one ever going to go to a workout class again? Is no one ever going to go to a concert again? Like, are we ever going to go to lunch and have a glass of wine again? Or like, but yeah, all these things, I think people started having so much gratitude for these little small things of like going to your wine shop and trying the wine. And now they're, they, now they're like these micro moments of happiness for them. It's like a gift. I know the workout class. I need a new one. I'm like, I go to hot yoga at core power. Oh, I I do do the bar one. The bar. Oh, 
Is it wait? Is it core? Is it power? Eight is it? Yeah, core? it's core power yoga. You can do like power sculpt or or whatever. But you, it's hot yoga. They like heat the room to a hundred. Yes, and I love it. And yeah. I should I'm get back into back that. In, yeah, you should. I feel like it's there's nothing that makes me feel better, and it's not like a cardio thing. And you sweat, and you feel like such a high afterwards. I know. I was like, I used to do Tracy Anderson, and I just yeah. like it's not convenient. That intimidates me. Oh my god, it's kind of like a cult, and gets kind of yeah. fun. Yeah, because of the culting. I used to like remember seeing Catherine the Power there. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh my god, it's Catherine Power, and like yeah. I she has no idea. This is like before Helen's, and I was like, oh, this is so, so badass. I know. know. She would I like went to one die. class and was intimidated and then never went back. And there's one in Studio City. And I know it's like a bunch of moms going. It's a whole thing, but I just can't get into it. Mm. How are you dealing? How old's your son, by the way? He's 21 months. Okay. So yeah. how's it been? Like, how's it? How's the first? Like, is it amazing? Was it like it's the best? I mean, it's the best. He, was it hard I, ever to do? <laughs> I, I, yeah, no, of course it's hard. Like right now it's, I think we're in our hardest. He's like half talking, mm -hmm. but he's not using his words to express how he feels. So a lot of it comes out as frustration. Yeah. So it's like, that's a hard phase. We give him berries, but he wanted eggs like you know it's like he can't explain that yet but he's not like crying it's just like this constant yeah it's hard I think the hard part too for me is like this pressure to be there for him like be present because yeah. I work yeah. and that that is what weighs on me I think the most but then I'm like I'm creating this future for him and it's going to be amazing right. we we really we love being parents and like I gotta say having someone parent with me is like made mm -hmm. it so much easier just like mm -hmm. hats off to any single parent I, I really don't know for real how, I don't like, know either I, honestly one more question like yeah. well two more what mm. what is like a day look like for you right now in terms of like how you take care of yourself work mm. kid what does it look like for you so I'm like up at the crack of dawn no <laughs> Is that, <laughs> no. like work, Tracy yeah. Anderson. I'm like, five. I'm there in my garage working out. No, like <laughs> that's what I should be. I I have to carve out more like time for stuff for myself. I'm not doing it. But that's yeah, like I need to work out. I need to just set smaller goals and achieve them because I'm the type of person who's like next week we'll go five days. I'm going. And like that right. is so insane. Like if I went two, that would be huge. We wake up. We have cappuccinos and like yeah. <laughs> eat breakfast and play with dinos and, you know, uh -huh. he's in like dinosaur. But like at like 830 of nine, I go to work. That's where I need to do the work out because a lot of my meetings don't start until 10 or 11. And yeah, that would be perfect to go work out quick, maybe somewhere close to your house and I then know. go home and shower and then just like get yeah. ready. And they're already yeah. at the park. And then yeah. my days are just different every day. Like I, yeah, there's same. four locations. So I like move around. I try and eat dinner with Sky as many nights as I can. Same. And like that's a huge shift for me because I used to work every night, you know, for many years. And now we have these big teams and like they run the restaurants and like that also is bittersweet because like I yeah. miss aspects of that. And like you want to sure. be the leader in the space, but 
kind of got to let the people we're paying do You can't the micromanage. Job. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially if you want to sustain your happiness at home, obviously. 100%. Yeah. Last yeah. night I made, by the way, you should make this. So that like Ooh. viral kale sauce. Have you seen this? No. From the River Cafe in London. Maybe it's uh. only viral on my phone, but I'm like... <laughs> It's just your algorithm making kale is making sauce. It yeah, like so we have <laughs> is it amazing. It's so simple, tasty. Like I was like, this is. It took me ten minutes to make it. Really good pasta. It's just like you blanch. We have a vegetable garden, so you like pick the kale. We blanched it with garlic. Like you blanch the garlic too, and then you blend it, and then you like slowly add olive oil, so it kind of becomes this like, like kind of looks pesto? like kale soup. Yeah, but not as thick, Ooh. and there's no meat nuts or cheese in it at that point it's uh-huh. just all of it it feels very like fresh and the green is like emerald like i was like is this jewelry like what is <laughs> happening it's so beautiful <laughs> and it was awesome and then you like chop with parmesan and that was and sky ate it i was like it's green and pasta it. yeah and he loved it oh and he my ate God. so much kale last night so tell everybody like where they can find you Absolutely. and if they want to buy your wine and if they want to listen to your podcast. Well, Whitney, thank you so much for having me on. Such oh a my pleasure. Um, people can go to helenswines.com anytime, 24-7, and it kind of <laughs> talks about everything we do or offer. You can buy gift boxes. You can join the club. You can buy wine and ship it to Maine, like YOLO, do what you want to do. And <laughs> you can also go on Instagram because we do a lot of cross promotion there at Helen's Wines. And we need to do you on Wine Face and do like a yes. wine 101. We're gonna, Let's do it. And everyone, like all that teaser, we're going to like go deep and we'll break yeah, it down. I would love You're gonna to. You're going to be my sounding board. I'm actually Please. really excited. Okay, cool. Okay, fun. Me too. Oh and wait, what's going on with the Studio City location? It is, we just started construction. It's happening. It just oh took a minute. We had some permitting issues. Yeah, Not that. on our end. It was just like city backlog. We're trying to open it by the end of the year, and it's okay, going to have like a real bar, which is cool. <gasps> oh, my God. Uh-huh. Helen, it's going to be really nice. Yeah. Okay, Helen, I adore you. Thank you for I doing know. this. this. And we'll schedule so we'll schedule the Wine 101 in like a late afternoon so we can actually. I'm not <laughs> okay, going to spit. I'm going to yeah. it. <laughs> okay. it. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Wit. It's going to be so good. Of course. Good. I know. So we'll nice be in to touch. See you. All right. Bye, girl. You too. Okay. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney E. Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.